Welcome to Jennifer Meets North of Love with Katie and Nalani, a podcast for moms by moms where we guide women to explore the world around and within them through real conversations with real moms. With seven children between the two of us, we fully understand the trials and triumphs of motherhood. We also know firsthand the spaces that are lacking and where moms need more support, education, and encouragement. We are here to fill in that gap. We're so excited you're here and look forward to building a beautiful community with you. And if you're really digging the content we're sharing, then don't forget to hit the subscribe button and to share on your favorite social media. Let's get to it. All right, on this week's episode, we have a very special guest, and it's Lena Galbraith. And if you notice the last name, it's similar to one of us. So this is Nalani's daughter. And we are super excited to have her here, and we're going to talk to her about how it has been being a daughter of a teen mom, maybe what some other teens need to know, you know, like how to like go through teenage years and what we can be doing as parents to kind of help them. Yeah. And just listen to what she has to say. So hi, Lena. Hi. (laughs) Are you excited? Yes, I am. We were just giggling a lot before we came on. Um, We would like to hear what makes you you so tell Um, us who's lena yeah maybe introduce yourself off the bat if you want okay um my name's event my full name's evangelina rangel braith but i go by lena or sometimes eva yeah that's what i prefer um i'm 12 i live in a family of six i have four pets and i love riding horses but I'm not a horse girl, though. Um, and um, um, this year, during COVID, I went, did homeschool, but I normally go to a public school. Um, yeah. Yeah. So do you like being a big sister? So you're the oldest of four kids. No, I don't like being the oldest. You don't like being no, the oldest? I don't. Tell us why. Uh, I wish I sometimes had an older sibling to look out for me, and... Um, I feel a lot of pressure to, like, have a good, like... To be a good influence? To be a good influence for them. Mm-hmm. Which I can't always be. But no one's perfect. No. And you are also the oldest of four. Yeah. So Nalani's also the oldest of four. So do you think that, you like, you relate with her? Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, and I think, obviously, I, f- I felt that way when I was younger as well until I... I guess until I got older and really became really close with my siblings as adults and really good friends. And then I was super grateful that I had the chance to see them from the perspective of like being the older one. Cause you're like a lot older too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like when I'm a, like when we're a little bit older, probably when Everly's like a younger teenager and I'm an older teenager, I think that that'll probably be, we are already pretty close. Like we all, you know, hang out together and do fun stuff together. But I think probably when we're a little older, we'll, you know, get closer, like Mom said. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what do you think the biggest challenge of being an older sister is? Um, Besides the influence. Or what's the most annoying thing? <clears throat> um, She's like, well, there's lots of really annoying things. Yeah, there is a lot. Um, <laughs> probably the most annoying thing about being the big sister is um, not wanting to be, like, that big sister. Like, you know, in movies, how there's, like, that that annoying big sister who's always, like kind of like in charge like you want to be like, fun sister yeah. and not like mom yeah. sister yeah 
But that's kind of how I feel that they see me. And Lena's like a tip-top sister. Yes, she's an amazing sister. She is. Yeah. They're really lucky to have her. Mm Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And and for the record, I think you're a really good role model for your siblings. Mm -hmm. Not just for your siblings. I think for everybody. Like, my kids look up to you. They're like, oh, Lena said this, and Lena did this, and Lena blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, Lena's cool. I get it. <laughs> get it. She's cool. Because <clears throat> you're the oldest, like, because you, so Nalani was 16 yep. when she had Lena. And she got clear throat. Nalani's giving yeah. her the mom look. She's got yeah. clear throat. So Nalani was 16 when she had Lena. Yes. Almost so, 17. Almost 17. A month before she turned 17. Right. So, so like, why do you, how has it been, like, being, having a young mom? Good. I think it's sometimes a little bit funner. Um, also, sometimes it's annoying because I feel like since she's younger, she understands more than, like, an old mom would because sometimes old moms are, like, out of touch with what's going on and younger moms are, like, more in with what's, like, going on and stuff. So then they can kind of, like, catch you on that and that's really annoying. But um, <laughs> They know all my tricks. Yeah. Been there, done that. Um, but... I think it's pretty cool to kind of, like, it's also, like, have, like, a mom also best friend relationship. Like, we, I also feel like I could really, like, tell her anything, and... And Lena and Nolani have a very open (laughs) relationship. Like, before we came on this podcast, we won't say what we were talking about, but... It just blows my mind. And it's really, like, not blows my mind in a bad way. Blows my mind in a good way. Because I hope I can have that with my kids. But it's just like also very terrifying <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. yeah. You looked overwhelmed for sure. <laughs> Lena definitely, I think. Also, because you're like, Katie, you can take her from here. I'm like, no, no, no. No. I ask, I ask questions, so I'm not right. And I think, I mean, we can at least say it was definitely sexually related. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we try to keep those communication lines open because obviously I was a young mom. And, and not, not because I want her just to avoid that, but because um, I really just want her to love herself and know herself in those years before there's anything that ever arises for her that she feels like she could never tell me or could never handle because she just got into something before it was you know and before you know it it's too deep and you don't know exactly what you're doing so that's kind of what my goal is for that like personally I'd want to know someone for who they are more than for right what's in their pants basically (laughs) (laughs) anyways and I'm so yet so yeah do you do you think that it your friends notice that your mom's like a lot younger? Yes. Or do they say anything? Are they like Oh, oh definitely. Lena's um, mom. I used, yeah, <laughs> uh, they think they think mom is, is so cool. I used to have boys from my grade come up to me and tell me that my mom is hot. So <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, um and for the record, I don't think I mean, my mom wasn't a young mom and I couldn't get something past her. She knew what was up. I think that's just mom. No, my mom was like, oh yeah, sure, yeah, stay in Erica's house. I'm like, okay, yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, (laughs) out doing God knows what with who knows who. (laughs) Uh, No, I I don't think my mom, because she also just thought I was like 
innocent and sweet. That's okay, Jay. Um, I think it just depends on your relationship. And you and your mom have an open relationship, too. Yeah, we do. I think. Probably I, not quite so open as <laughs> what. But Lena also was born with no filter, so. Yeah. No. But I, I'm I'm grateful for it, and I hope we're navigating it well. But uh, so, what do you think the like hardest thing about having a young mom has been, um, or has there been like probably? Uh, I don't really know. It's been it's kind of hard to have her also learn things as well as me because I kind of sometimes always expect her to also know the answer to everything. But since she is younger, I guess you learn something every day even when you're older. But uh, she's still kind of like learning. So like we have to learn together, which is sometimes a challenge. Mm -hmm. Sometimes a good thing, but sometimes a challenge. And also with like everything with like my biological father not being there, that was kind of definitely a traumatic thing for me. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't wish that on anyone else. And you were also navigating that at the same time. Yeah. So, like, you guys were like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there was a lot. I mean, there was some really, really tough years. Maybe not with so much when she was really young, but sort of when Morgan and I first got together and, you know, yeah. we I was navigating postpartum, having new babies. I was navigating the feelings of the fact that, like, my first family, because, I mean, Lena's bio dad still was my our family. We had a family together, and that that disintegrated mm -hmm. so there was still a lot of feelings that I hadn't dealt with and I kind of just kept moving on because I thought that was you know the best thing to do because I was so obsessed with like oh I st like you know you have to be a good mom because you're a young mom so everybody's mm -hmm. watching and mm -hmm. that I think I made a lot of mistakes in that way because I didn't take the time to heal for myself or for her Mm -hmm. So I think that's where a lot of challenges came from, a lot of hard learning years. And I feel like the last few years have been where it got to the point where there was more the boundary that I was her mom first before her friend. And that we started to have a lot more like joy in our lives and, and less struggle. Yeah, we both definitely uh, have like boundaries and respect for each other, which is kind of nice. And then like kind of after that, get settled it's nice to kind of just have someone because i don't really have a lot of people that i'm super close to mm -hmm. so. and do you think your mom is like one of your top people yeah probably yeah sometimes i'm mad at her but uh i'll always love her so cute <laughs> She's like, she really pisses me off sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I still like her, I guess. <laughs> i mean i could have used a little more enthusiasm I'm just kidding Hmm. Do you have any questions for Lena? Ooh, I don't know. So you were saying about your bio dad. Like, how do you think... What do you think has been the most impactful thing with that? Do you think, like... Um, probably realizing that I'm a part of that, but not taking that to heart that I'm not him. Mm-hmm. And I won't do the same things as he does. Mm -hmm. so do you think you felt like you would because he did some bad yeah. things you're like oh because he was bad then now that means I'm yeah. bad just because I'm kind of half his blood doesn't mean that that's who I'm going to be as a person because mm -hmm. I have different values and do you think it's like nurture over nature I don't know what that means like so nurture over nature is like so nature would be you're half your mom 
and half your bio dad, like yes. your DNA. But then nurturing is you have your mom and Morgan now. Yes. So just because you have your bio dad's genes and DNA and he has half of you, yeah. you know, nurturing means like taking care of and the values that are you're instilled in you is the values that instill your family as a Galbraiths. Yes. So yeah. do you believe that what our family is and what we've kind of created and, and taught you is more important? Yes, than, I do. Right. I and the other thing is, and I, I'm going to jump in, and I mean, this is maybe not something I would have always said, but I think it's very important to know that like people people do make mistakes that are not just a full reflection of who they are because your mm-hmm. biological dad was not and I'm sure is not just a terrible person no, but like he had really great qualities as well right? yes he had a really and, and Lena has some Which of those qualities that you have those really great yeah qualities so too. like yeah. there's a lot of you can take a lot of really good things but I think at the end of the day like personally and I know our family believes this quite a bit and I'm sure you do too, is like your family's not your blood mm-hmm. necessarily. Family are the people who show up for you and who love you unconditionally. Yeah. And like, so you get the really great things from your bio dad and then you also get your really great things from your dad now. Yes. Yes. Which just makes you a really great yeah. person, And I get right? great things from my mom. I also get my attitude from my mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that because I, and we've had this conversation, I was adopted and yeah, I really believe in the nurture over nature. Yes. yes. Because I look at the way that I was raised with my parents versus say my siblings, like my half siblings mm-hmm. that grew up in different homes and I am a direct reflection of my mom and dad, yeah. of the nurturing, nothing to do with my DNA. Mm-mm. Absolutely. So I think the bad kind of erases when you have a lot of really great yeah. things around you. Yeah. Do you think feeling yeah. you felt because your three siblings are full siblings and you're a half sibling, like technically, do you yes. feel like that has affected you at all? Uh, yeah. I've had lots of people tell me that they're my half siblings are just even calling them that. And it really bothers me. Mm-hmm. And when I do try and like correct them on that, they don't really, understand but I see it from a different point of view they've always been my siblings yeah I've always lived with them they've lived with me since they were born like it's always been like that way and we come literally from the same person yeah so and you're to me like I don't think of them as your half sibling at all like I think no, they're your not at and all. also like I think like sharing last name has a huge part to do with it right which mm-hmm. I'm sure had a when you were when Morgan adopted you, yeah, did that make you feel like you belonged more? Oh uh, yeah, it did. But I kind of always felt like I was already just yeah. a part of him. Like he's my dad, and he always will be. <laughs> yes, but it was a pretty special day when you got your when new birth it. certificate, yeah. and that was really. I nice. cried. Oh my gosh, I cried. <laughs> it's exciting because it's that like final you know you're like yes this is like it makes it like real it was real before like it was real from i'm i think it was real before you even met morgan yeah but and i also have qualities from dad like of course you do i 
get a lot of my like sense of humor from him and um definitely the no filter thing i think also springs from him like also he's been with me more years than my biological father had ever had Mm -hmm. so um that's kind of more to me anyways so i feel like I just, I get, like, a lot of little things from him, and sometimes I even forget that, like, technically, because, like, I'll look at myself and be like, oh, this looks, like, kind of like that, and then I'm like, wait, like, <laughs> what? Uh, I know exactly what you mean, and people yeah. have told me before that I look like my dad. Yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> not really, <laughs> but okay, because I also, so I had an opportunity to meet, well, I did meet my biological dad, and have, you know, he wanted to have... I don't know, relationship or contact or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, no, yeah, no, no. But now I'm like, I don't, like my dad is my dad. Like that, he is literally like, it means nothing. Like he means nothing to me. Honestly. Like I'm just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, nice to know who you are. Right. You're not a fucking loser. Yeah. Smoking crack in the back alley. Like awesome. (laughs) You know? Yeah. But you never know. Like you you never know. Yeah. And I mean, it, it would be a little bit awkward to have that piece of you, I feel like, but. But then also, yes. like, my my like my like dad, who adopted me, is my, like, I am, like, he's my dad. Yeah. Oh, know? yeah. Through and through. So I get, what you, like, I would never be like, oh, no, he's just, like, my adoptive dad. No, like, he's my dad. Or, like, dad. some people would refer to him as my step stepdad or just Morgan, but, like, I just, You're like, he's dad. my dad. Sometimes I call him dude. It really bothers him. <laughs> <laughs> dad. Because you were three? I was two. Yeah, she was turning, just turning three. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she was pretty young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's... There was a period of time that I don't think she even remembered that she had a biological father, yeah. but she does have a freakishly good memory for, like, her early childhood, yeah. so. Um, I only have a few memories of my biological father, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not most of them were great, but some of them were good, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so you also wanted to talk about body positivity with teenagers i know we're jumping the gun here real quick okay. we're going okay so this is your adoption story and then your sex open relation not open relation <laughs> oh my gosh open communication with your mom and then yeah. now we're gonna talk about that okay so and one of my questions i had for you was what do you wish that other girls your age knew or knew yeah should know um probably just like how to love yourself like it's it really is pretty easy this is it's the body that your soul came into so like it's pretty easy and it does many things for you you got two feet and a heartbeat like it it's literally what gives you like everything so you should appreciate the good things and maybe not even focus on the bad things and then usually the bad things just kind of disappear and uh this is gonna sound very like I don't know. I don't know what it's going to sound like. But definitely your body is a temple and it is your own place and it should be respected. And it's just not, it's not a very good mental space to not love yourself or to pick out the things that you hate. Do you think that's something you've struggled with? Yeah, definitely. So tell us about that. Um, I... Like where you were and where you, like where you used to be and then how you got to where you are now. Um... I got bullied a lot when I was younger and I tried to fit in and I said a lot of things that I probably shouldn't have said 
to nine-year-old kids. But anyways, uh, I got bullied really bad because of how I looked. Um, I have, like, obviously I had acne before a lot of people, mainly because I don't do well with dairy, and that gives me really bad, like, acne and stuff. But also because I wore glasses, but then, like, a year later, everyone else got glasses. So, like... It was just kind of, it happened for about, like, two years. But then I ended up being, like, friends with the person who bullied me for two years. But anyways, I just wasn't in, like, a very good space. And when I first, like, entered the world of social media, I was always, like, constantly comparing myself to how these other girls' bodies look. And, oh, this summer I want to look like this girl. Like, stuff like that. But that's really not, I like my chub. Mm-hmm. It's full of pasta and love. So. <laughs> <laughs> Those are macaroni in a year. Yeah. Spaghetti and butter. Um, um, I pretty much, I love the way I look. I used to hate, like, I used to hate my brown eyes. I used to hate my fuller hair. I used to not like my brown hair or my tanner skin. But I, I love all those things now. So what made you, like, how did you start loving them? Mm. What do you think changed? I definitely realized that a lot of people, like, would pay thousands to look like me. <laughs> <laughs> Lena Ren. Um, You're hilarious. Uh, uh, funny story, because our friend, my friend's little girl has, like, really chubby cheeks. Yeah. Like, and she's like, you know what, Katie? I used to hate my chubby cheeks. But my mom told me people pay big money for these. So I like them now. <laughs> that is adorable. So, so cute. Um, I think... Number one, I'm just going to hop in real quick. Uh, I feel like there's an easy way to to gloss it over and be like a little bit like toxic positivity in a way about it. Like, oh, like I hated myself and now it's all good. Like, no, when she says it, she it's really true. And because you look different from your siblings because they're all blonde hair, blue eyed. She had a lot of identity like Mm -hmm. issues surrounding that. Um you look a little bit similar to your biological dad. You had a, a tough so, time with that. Lena's also... She's Métis. Métis, yeah. 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 And so she's... Her skin color is darker than Gorgeous. ours. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah. Beautiful girl. Yeah. But yeah. it took her a long time to, to really get there. And um, you struggled a lot with depression and anxiety. And some of those issues stem from some self-esteem stuff. And, um, like, I think you have to be upfront and honest with the fact that, like... You went through two years of therapy and, you know, like a lot of self-searching before you, which is pretty, pretty impressive. From school, I spend a lot of time around animals. I'm not on my phone as much as I used to. I look at more positive things. I journal every day. Lena's like a seven-year-old man. <laughs> like that's how Lena was, or Lena Noani was explaining her. Like she has her like morning rituals. Do you think that's something that's like helpful? Yeah, I definitely. I love like watching the little YouTube videos of people doing like the morning routines and stuff. I like to wake up earlier, about an hour and a half-ish earlier than everyone else in the house wakes up till like six, because um, I like to have my own time alone. And since I'm not really allowed to stay up. And since I'm not allowed to stay out, like, super late... She can't pick I, her own bedtime, which we need to have a chat no, about that. No, we <laughs> no, don't. Uh, anyways, um, I can't stay up, like, super, super late. And usually if I do stay up, then it's with, like, my family. So I like to have that little bit of time alone in the day. And I usually wake up and... I She prays. I pray or I journal or... 
I look at Pinterest and try and get like inspiration and then once I'm like done my chores and stuff I reward myself and watch TikTok for a little bit um take out my dogs I like to write like a to-do list and then I go I have a bowl of cereal and go and get what ready kind of cereal honey bunches of almond yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind specifically <laughs> Right, and, like, in that way, I'm like, man, this girl is more impressive than me. Like, she's, like, a 30-year-old. Like, I'm, like, the self-searching she's done, like, I just, I mean, my hope is, like, wrapped up in the fact that, like, I didn't do that kind of stuff till I was 25 at least, like, and dipping my toes, like, you yeah, know Yeah, to be mean? able to, like, have an early head start is yeah incredible. And also, like, also I have a lot of tools. I have a lot of loving family i got definitely a lot of books um <laughs> a shitload of books i see lots of people like you know i look for positive things like on the internet i unfollow people that like give me the negative vibes and just like i make sure that i follow the people that i inspire like inspire me mm-hmm. and stuff like that so that kind of helps and i am on some medication for my like depression and anxiety which kind of I used to be quite ashamed about but actually it's just some people don't produce that themselves Mm -hmm. so to get a little help yeah it, it definitely has helped and um I feel like a lot of people are trying to make it like a trend to be like oh I'm depressed or I like but it's really not a fun thing to have and I mm-hmm. struggled with it for like probably four or five years um and when we went to the doctors they were like oh are you journaling or are you doing this are you going yeah I was doing all the things mm-hmm. um but literally sounds like me I'm like I'm 31 I'm like I literally just did the exact same thing um, <laughs> 12 I'm like, oh, wow um but I definitely think that's just kind of and I, like, I, one, I think it's amazing. Two, I also want to give your mom some credit because being able to give your child the tools to do that is a, things that a lot of people wouldn't do. No. Right? Like, there's probably a lot of your friends. That, like, do your friends go to therapy? Mm-mm. Well, I'm actually done therapy now. She graduated. Graduated. Yeah. And did you love it? Um, I did, I hated it sometimes, but I also, it definitely helped a lot to, especially to have someone to talk to. Yeah. Sometimes she took me for walks and sometimes we went to go to Starbucks and that was pretty good. Yeah. That Um, was the highlight, hey? Yeah, probably. Um, also she just gave me like some like little journaling papers and stuff to do, which was fun, but also I kind of had to have the confidence in myself to. Yeah. And the other things I think she worked on a lot were as a family because we did it as a family as well like we did it individually and then as a a whole episode on (laughs) on, no seriously yeah it was really cool it was really it literally like life-changing but um a lot of round assertive communication in both ways like for us to uh, like be assertively communicating with her and for vice versa for her with us which I think she said like obviously a lot of kids feel like they don't have any control in their lives and it's just like what your parents say goes you know and um I feel like that's my house that is how (laughs) no it's that is how like all kids feel like I still feel that way sometimes but I do realize that a lot of the things you guys do are just to 
set me up for a good life. So, like, if you didn't do those things, then you'd kind of be crappy parents. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, my mouth's like <laughs> dropped open. Like, I can't imagine that, like, being able to, like, verbalize those things or having those tools at 12. Yeah. Like, how much different my life would have been had I had that toolbox of things to use. And how many steps ahead of your friends you are. Not that it's a competition, but, like, to have, to know, you know, like, it's okay to be on medication if I need it. It's okay to be in therapy. These are the things that make me feel good in the day. Like, I need to do those things, like... Or me and her mom had this other conversation today, but basically, like, some of me and my friends would, like, be like, oh, um, this is because you can check on your phone how long you've been on your phone. And they're like, oh, like, seven or eight hours. And I'm like, I've been on my phone for, like, an hour and a half or maybe two hours. Sometimes on the weekends, it's usually more. But yeah. on the weekdays, it's definitely... And Which it's, is, like, it's, And I like it to be... I like it to be a choice because when I first got my cell phone mom kind of like more monitored like she still kind of does but she more monitored like how much I was on it but now it kind of is a choice which is nice to be able to have that self-control in yourself so what do you do when you're not on your phone um I love painting I love going on walks um I love hanging out with my family um I definitely love going to my nan and papa's farm um I love doing like crafts and while I was in school I definitely liked getting ahead of like some schoolwork and stuff I love I love a lot of like art stuff also like skating or skateboarding skiing I, I skateboard riding. ski I'm I, feeling really bad about myself right now <laughs> I, I horseback ride um and I try and spend like time with my siblings so like sometimes I play with Tilly because she loves Peppa Pig so I play like Peppa Pig with her or have dance parties because she loves music and I love music too with Mannix he loves like video games so I either do that with him or lately I've sometimes took him take him on walks and for Everly we do like girly things together like we paint our nails or stuff or before she goes to bed she gets to sit with me and watch a show for like half an hour just like little things like that I like doing that too mm-hmm um, but like I also again I'm just jumping in here in random little spots just to give a little fuller picture of the story from my perspective um, a year ago you were suicidal which is a harsh thing to like jump mm-hmm. in with but um, for an 11 year old just to paint a picture of this like I mean Lena has always been amazing and some of that has been because she had to grow up before her time mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm Oof. Try not to cry. <laughs> As a mom, I'm extremely aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but to watch who she's becoming gives me some faith that I've done something right because she literally is truly incredible. But you look at this little girl and she's like, you know, amazing with her siblings and mopping the floors or you know putting away the groceries or doing these things that are pretty adult of her and I it's a fine line between like that's incredible and I want her to still be a kid because Mm -hmm. childhood is so short Mm -hmm. but the reality is if you saw her now you would think wow like she's just you know Susie cream cheese over here you know but at the same time like holding grocery bags 
we were. <laughs> yeah. It was a very different time in the years before, and uh, she's worked extremely hard to get where she is, so. Like, if you would have asked me a year ago how happy I was in my life, I would probably say 1.5, and probably this year I would probably say 7 or 8. Probably 7.5. Goosebumps. Came in my butt cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's like... Do you think it's been... Like, what do you think has been, like, the catalyst of her change in the last year? I think it was really good for her to stay home. um, Because we were just, like, we focused more on our family than anything else, I think. Mm. You know, and I think me changing and growing, like, has been massive. Because I just realized how much she still needed me. And that was something I, like, it sounds, like obvious but I just didn't realize that like your kids were going to need you so much when they're older because it's like your kids grow they become so much more independent you know but like the stages that they're hitting when they're older like they need you more Mm -hmm. to shape the way that like they're going you know going through their life then than ever before it's easy to give your kids you know goldfish and wipe their ass but like when your kids you know wondering what their life means or how they're gonna you know navigate all this hard stuff it started to hit me like there are points in your your parenthood that are now or never yeah and that's kind of where I was like holy shit you know like if I don't get her help if I don't get myself help like there might come a day that she's the, all these things have got too deep and she's going to look for a way to self-medicate or she's going to look for a way to find her worth in someone else. And Did that, you have any guilt over that? Oh, God, yeah. So much guilt. Like, I thought... I was like, I for sure fucked her up. Earmuffs. <laughs> you know, I thought... Yeah. It's, it's too late and I already ruined it. So it's never too late? It's never too late. Never. So what do you think has been, like, as a parent, like, how have you... Do you think, like, seeing them as, like, a person has helped? Do you know, like, sometimes, like... And I, I look at my kids and I'm like, I see them. Yeah. And I love them. But I don't really, like, feel it sometimes. Like, <laughs> I do. But, like, you know, yeah. you don't really look at them as, like, an actual person. Yes. It's just, I like, they're a thing that. to do. Definitely with mom yeah. and dad to, like, see from their perspective, even with the... Com- uh, assertive communication. A- assertive communication. <laughs> you definitely have to see them as a person first because they also have thoughts and concerns just as much as you do. And they also have sides of the story. So, like... Example, mom doesn't want me to date until she thinks that I'm ready, which is preferably 15 or 16. And I'm cool with that because I do realize that that has been a big part of her life. And she just wants me to know that I can find love in myself before I find my worth in others. Right. 
and vice like, versa. Like, do you also feel like extremely proud? Like that's I'm your daughter. so proud of her. Like I just could like talk to I'm blue in the face about like her and all my kids, but like Lena, I just think has overcome obstacles that are incredible. And uh, I don't know, like I'm a f- of course, I believe, like, there's a time and place for everything, but in my personal experience, like, there's not a chance I could imagine my life without her. Like, she, I know she happened for a reason, and she's definitely a world shaker. And so I what think, has helped you with your guilt? Just, honestly, connection to her. Like you said, like, do, do I see her? And I didn't see her. I, I focused on all the things that, uh, you know, I thought were wrong with her. And there was like, you know, she, she's pretty open about this. Like she potentially has ADHD. There was a lot of things that we had to put in place and, and tools for her to be, you know, to know how to manage her life and navigate her life. You know, she has anxiety, depression. She, there's been challenges in her life. There was things that triggered me because she she's similar to her biological father just all kinds of things that it was like this and this and this and like I don't know I I, like I literally (laughs) sounds dramatic but I was like in the bathroom like on my knees on the floor and it just like something hit me and I was just like what if you stopped looking at all the labels of what you think she is and just fucking let her be her yeah and you know did you feel that change yeah, I definitely. She's definitely in the past like two-ish years. She's definitely changed a lot, which has definitely helped for me. And I also think that um, a thing that has helped with her guilt is more me being a kid. Like today, like I went outside and played f- with the kids for hours and like stuff like that. Just doing or went on the quad or mm-hmm. like things like that. Um, that show that I'm still enjoying myself as a kid. Right, and I think the guilt in in that sense is, like, I had to heal myself to be able to be available to her as a parent so that she could go and and do the things she she needs to do. And I I think the thing that healed my guilt is, like, now I just realize that, like, I don't have to be perfect, but I also am confident enough in myself to know that I'm a good mom. And I used to think that that looked a certain way, but now I know that, like, being a good parent just is showing your kids that you love them who for whoever they are no matter what even when they make mistakes do you feel like you knew lena before like in a different life or no No, like say before you were on your knees in the bathroom no you feel like you know her no i saw her i i thought she was just a reflection of me and if she wasn't perfect then she wasn't right oh that that's definitely like, I feel like mom always used to want me to be, like, just, like, just, like, perfect little version of her. But yeah, I also have to be my own person as well. So how do you, like, do that? <laughs> how, do you, how did you get to know her? I just became genuinely curious. And I stopped looking at her as, like, oh, I wish she would do it this way and I wish she would... No, because what I was really wishing was I wishing I was I would have done it some way so that I could have made her better by some kind of standard that was not mine. Because then when I really stopped and looked at her, I thought, man, she's like literally perfect just the way she is. Like, no filter. She says whatever she wants. She Always is honest. passionate. <laughs> 
really passionate about making the world a better place. And I'm like, why the, why in the world would you want to change that? Mm -hmm. If you really look at your kids and like literally look at them, because even sometimes you physically stop looking at them. They're just entities in your home making a mess. You're like describing (laughs) my like day to day. I'm like, the guilt's like rising. No, don't let the guilt rise. Like, I feel like that's the thing is just like, why are you guilty? Because like, it's already all good. Like it's already all good. It's perfect. And Katie, I think you're awesome mom. She is. She's. They're all awesome kids. They've been raised very good. I think. They are. They're perfect just the way they are, and that's that is something that's so cool that I feel like learning to look at your kid and just be like, "Who are you?" Like I'm genuinely curious. I don't not because I want to change you. Just like who are you? And then showing up like to guide them in whatever way you think is best for their lives, not for yours. Yeah. And it's like, it's making me think, because I'm like, when was the last time I looked at my kids like that? Yeah. Honestly, I couldn't even tell you. Which I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like thinking the same thing. Oh, definitely. Jesus. (laughs) A little cry fast up in here. Or like, I'm super into asking questions. I always ask other people questions. And honestly, people get annoyed about it, but that's how I get to know more knowledge about a person. I think that's really important in... I don't know, having any sort of relationship with that person. So I think that mom just kind of started taking that um, and using it on me, like asking me questions about things that I thought and definitely getting to know more things about me and encouraging me to do the things that I love, but also not pushing me too much. Yeah. Letting me figure it out. I love people that ask questions. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I like when I went to this lady's house I've never met before. Just like, who does that? Like, I'm like, don't murder me in the woods. Like, I'm going to this place. Anyway, she didn't murder me. But um, <laughs> I like sit down and then she just like, the questions roll in. Like, she's like, I ask a lot of questions and like, basically like, what's your name? What's your middle name? How old are you? Like, all, you know, all those questions. And I'm like, oh, but I actually like it because then it makes you feel like people are genuinely interested in you. Interested. Right? So like, yeah. I mean, why do that with other people? Why not do it with your kids? But honestly, sometimes I get in the car and I'm like, so what's your favorite color? <laughs> but Hallie and I today, I don't know if you heard us, were, would you rather? Like all yeah. afternoon, she's like following me around and we took turns of, would you rather ice cream or popsicles? Would yeah. you rather? Like so many questions and then just different than me like tuning her out, you know? Yes. Yeah. But you know, it's when you're... I'm sure you feel it too, right? When you're one of four, one of three, more than one of one, it's hard to have that mental capacity for everybody, especially this morning, for example. Everyone's like, mom, mom, mom. I was like, for the love of God, (laughs) if someone says mom one more time, you know, and then to get to know each of your children intimately is a really hard thing to do. Basically, you have to pretend you're interested until you're interested. Okay, you make so it. fake it till you make it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Words of the wise. Yeah, like, and I think, I think there's definitely, like, moments, like, even sometimes now I catch myself, like, tuning them out. Because, you know, it's just, like, like sometimes it's hard sometimes to be really to. interested when you're, like, I already know this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
Maddox sometimes will get on the questions because he's all about facts. And he's like, Mom, um, like, what do you think the length of like an average T-Rex's arms are? And I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't okay, know. So and I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? So oh sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm like, there. I have to not tune that out because because and I've heard this before and I just didn't realize how important it was like those questions later on become like bigger, bigger. How do I, you know what I mean? Like it starts from like day one, and I remember does. reading this or seeing it somewhere, or is like, you know, asking the why. Like you know, when kids are like two and they ask why mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, that's where it starts. Yeah, it doesn't start. You're like you're not going to have these really great relationships with your kids at 16, 17 years old. It starts from the get go. But like you've said. Sometimes not to put too it, much pressure. Not to put too much pressure on yourself, but also sometimes it can take, you know, till 10 years old before you're like, whoo, it's time yeah. now. It's never too late. Is yeah. Me, basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Even if you're not doing it from day one. But I am in that where I'm like, you know, you can have a conversation with Lena now, right? Like yeah. a meaningful conversation. Like, right. I can't talk about fucking Mario Kart all day, <laughs> you know? Like, I'm like, or yeah. some stuff where I'm like, I literally do not care yeah yeah <laughs> but i care about you i just yes. don't care about what's coming out of your mouth right now yeah and i think one of the things and actually we've been a little bit bad about it lately just with everything going on and and i think we need to get back into it but actually two of the things that like our therapist angie brought to us that was like i think really super helpful was family meetings which I always was like oh my god like I I didn't want to do it at all but she would like check in the next week and I was like damn I'm competitive so I'm gonna fucking do this right (laughs) like you know what I mean but like it's family meetings um and she we had like super scheduled but like if we have something that we need to talk about right you guys have like a like a gravels no we, we <laughs> we'll literally be like sitting in the living room watching tv and mom's like oh so i just kind of want to talk about this and just check in how you guys are doing right and, and the, do you like at, that yeah i do in I the beginning really like we it. legitimately had like a piece of like a script and it was like what was hard about everybody's week what was and you know i hated that and then that's hard that. because it's hard with little kids because they're just like oh you know, it was really hard. Like, Manic stole my toy, and it was super annoying. And, like, and you're just like, okay, like, who cares? That's not a big problem. But, like, at the same time... It's a big problem. It is a big that. problem. And then, you know what I mean? It grows. And then the other thing is um, scheduling one-on-one time. And she was like, you know, people do these, like, you know... And we see it on Instagram, like, oh, my God, look at these dates. And it's, like, a million roses, and they're going to, like, you know, the spa all the time. Well, that's not always that. Like, it literally is like, are you, are you willing to take 20 minutes out of your day to, like, walk to Starbucks for a drink and, like, or just, like, play a game with your one kid? Like, you know what I mean? Because it's such a hard thing to, to get to know them. And, like, I, I found, like... And the kids love it. They do. And then, like, yeah. it's like you're saying, like, it, it could be like, oh, I'm just playing Mario Kart with you. And then all of a sudden they just drop a bomb on you that's, like something big and you're like holy shit like you're thinking those thoughts like those gears are turning and the other day mom took us for ice cream and jumped on the trampoline with us and the kids have not stopped talking about it for like a week they're like it was so fun i got mint chocolate chip and then mom jumped on the trampoline like bounced us and then we went and played twister and then we got to watch youtube and you're like that literally took an hour out of my day exactly why am I not doing that more? And it fills your bucket too, because you're like, I'm just like, oh, check me out. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, why? And that was one big thing, is like Angie said, 
I mean, we're navigating lots of stuff and it's like, oh yeah, you could use like so many things as like, and we're, cause in life, everyone's always navigating lots of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's Everyone's like, stopped. she's like, you could use that for ex- an excuse and tell you they're 20 years old and you think, holy shit, I should have spent time with them. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's fleeting too. It's right? so fleeting. And it's like, she said, like when you mark it down on a calendar like okay you here's your doctor's appointment three o'clock on tuesday you mark it down you show up and everything else like you do everything else so that fits in right and i I was like yeah well obviously she's like so you just have to start with the scheduling once once we did the scheduling for like a couple months then it got more into like natural yes but like and she's like you know so would why would your kids be less important She's like, are your kids more or less important than an appointment that you have? And I'm like, more, obviously. And she was like, so then if you schedule it, you mean it because your kids are that important, right? And I'm like, I guess. We try to do the date nights too. Like we do like a, on their birth date. So like yeah. on, the, on the 9th, 22nd and 17th. Okay. I'm saying that, but we don't do it every month because yeah. I don't remember or then it's yeah. like, you know, whatever. Um, and the kids love it. And we used to, when we lived in town, we would go to the rock climbing gym or to like we would make it kind of a big thing but like mm-hmm. three kids once a month like one it gets pricey and like it also then takes away from our family mm-hmm. time which we really yeah. like so um we started just since we moved out here we started doing like a sleepover so we'll do like after dinner the other two kids will watch a movie downstairs and then whoever's night it is will be in my they get to sleep in my bed for the night and watch a movie and we usually get junk food or do yeah. you know nails or whatever well not trip doesn't do nails but we yeah. played I think it was Monopoly on the Wii, but I actually went to this thing, Jody Carrington, she's like a child psychologist, and she was kind of saying the same thing you said, where you were playing the Mario Kart and they drop a bomb on you, and she's like, I yeah. used to hate, like, I think it was like Pokemon Go or something like that. Yeah. Or is that what's called? Like, where you yeah. Sit? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's like, oh, I hated it. My kids were always like, let's play, I want to play this, and she's like, then finally one day I was like, I'm just going to play it with them. And then that became our thing. Right. That you have to get on your kids' level and do the things that they like doing. That they think is important. And then when they're older, you'll get to do stuff that you think is important. Yeah. You know, but if you want to do a craft, like like letting you lead it, right? Of being like, what do you want to do? You want to walk to Starbucks and get a Frappuccino? Let's go. Or like Tilly with the Peppa Pig. She's got like the $6 set of Peppa Pig things and going into her room for 10 minutes and using my British accent and farting on the Barbie <laughs> toilet, it makes her happy and makes her want And is it fun for you? Yeah, it is to yeah. see her feel, like, happy. And then, like, you just see that little, like, look in your eye, like, that they're giving you. Yeah. And, and, like, feel talking like, British also sounds really fun. Yeah. Like, them? Yeah. I just, yeah, I do think that kind of stuff is, like what's changed a lot for us and that's the thing is like I used to think like oh it has to be like super good and you know what I mean and it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be like an Instagram photo every time it doesn't have to be like Facebook savvy it's got to be like just genuinely like yeah and it doesn't it doesn't even you don't even have to be in a good mood just show up that's it like there's a lot of times where I'm like I'm kind of grumpy I don't really want to do anything like special like you know what I mean and it's like literally just being together alone is like i think changed changed a lot for us and and there's there has been some surprising things not just with lena but like even manix like manix and i were having some kind of a, like a one-on-one thing i don't know we were doing something in his bedroom was, i think it was dinosaurs or something horrendous like that <laughs> and uh he just looked at me and he was and that was it was pretty 
pretty soon after our, my grandma had passed away and he like loved her so much and he was like you know mommy like sometimes I just think it's really unfair that people just have to leave us and it and it feels like it's in the middle and I was like what do you mean in the middle buddy and he's like just in the middle of life he's like they just leave and we're just trying to do stuff with them and I'm like yeah it does feel pretty unfair and like whatever and he's like you know it's Manix is six. He is. And I was just like, like, A, how do I respond to that? But like, B, like, I would have missed that. Yeah. I didn't even know he cared. Yeah. Because he doesn't really, it's not like he was sitting there crying. Like, you know. He got a $400 for Nintendo for Christmas and it's his favorite thing in the world. And when he got it, he smiled at mom and said, thank you. Yeah, that's just his level (laughs) of like, he's like, cool. Like, he just doesn't. Right. So then it's like when I had these moments of like, holy shit, like this, like these little people like have so much more and we're all aware, like, you know, kids, there's so much more going on under the depths, but like it just, and that we can learn from them. Right. And I'm just like, oh man, they're so cool. Like, you know, and, and there's still a lot of days I am getting it wrong and I'm ignoring them and just like losing my temper and yelling and you know what I mean? It's just I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like, it's just, it's just nice to have a little piece of that. And I'm just like, and it definitely gives you more respect for the person when mom takes the time to have nights with me sometimes. And we literally sit on her bed. We watch Gilmore Girls and sometimes these pita chips. And that gives me more (laughs) pita chips. Oh my God. Pita chips are delicious. Um, That gives me a lot more respect for her because she takes time to do the things that I want too. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take the time to understand the things that she wants. And you're like, connect, well, connection, right? This is this whole podcast, but not yeah. just it's with your family and your... Exactly. So what do you think... Okay, I want to ask you two more questions. Do you have any questions for Lena? Uh, I might. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, you do yours first. All right. Um, okay. I think... I, I guess, Lena, I know a lot about you right now, so I would... I just kind of want to know what do you think is in your future for you or what do you hope is in your future and what do you think our family or maybe even the values that I've taught you or or the things we've we've grown together and learned together have like how has that impacted what you want for yourself in the future I guess um well when I'm older I want to have a few kids and I definitely obviously want to have a husband um (laughs) but I want to be very like businessy like I really want to be an interior designer or get into something with dermatology um but I think it would be really cool to be into something with dermatology and spread a little self-esteem to the girls who are going through the things that I went to or even the boys yeah. or anyone yeah to let them know that it's okay and literally everyone goes through it and it doesn't make you weird and literally once you start looking out for the things they'll it it'll be gone yeah um and I definitely think that family value is a big thing that mom has definitely taught me. There are some, like, little rules and things that I think are just, like, absolutely perfect in our house. And I think I would definitely What? What? Sorry, did you just say rules and perfect in the same sentence? Yes. Let's hear what they are. Um, probably definitely the you can tell me anything. You might be a little bit disappointed, but, um... 
having the feeling of knowing that you can literally tell them anything in the world and that they'll still love you no matter what is just like an awesome feeling to have and mm-hmm. I definitely have some trust issues so <laughs> um having that is really and nice. that that also wasn't a norm in our house before like because I think I did use the flip out when you would tell me certain things and it was kind of like yeah, like I, I had a really hard time, like. Uh, and then, I, then you don't, then you don't tell them things, like. Well, yeah, I just had a really, I, and I think I had a hard time, like, you know, reining back my reaction or like whatever, and like that, I think is like kind of new too, where I was like, you know what? Here's the decision. Like, you can tell me anything, and I'm not allowed. I, if I'm even if I'm not happy, like sometimes I just gotta say nothing because I, I feel like. <laughs> I do feel like it's been like a lot a lot closer to be able to be like Kate you can tell me anything and I'm just not allowed to like react no yeah we also have like I don't know we just have some sort of things like just like we you know hang out together and we pretty much do everything together we do walks together and stuff but if you have an opinion you are able to voice it in a respectful way so if I have certain things that I don't like, which happens on the daily, um, then I can kind of voice it as long as it's in a respectful way and they'll definitely take into consideration what I'm saying. But and the, at the end of the day, what they believe is kind of what goes. Mm-hmm. Um, She's like, oh, God damn. <laughs> um, but I don't know, just that like respect is mm-hmm. really a good thing and I don't know there's just a lot of things that mom and dad have been working on lately that have been really helpful for me and I can tell that it's been helpful for them because like if you were to ask me like five years ago I would probably say my mom was like a mess but I would not say that now but anyways she's definitely worked a lot on herself and I think that it's really good to see that one of the people that I love the most just, like, flourishing. What? She has. Like, I feel the same way about her, too. Yeah. Oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> I don't have any more tears to cry right now. <clears throat> Thank you. And I think the same. I, I, it's pretty cool right now. Like, I just feel like this is a surreal moment recording a podcast, like, moving forward in our lives in such a big way when we definitely had some hard stuff and just sitting here with two people that I admire the most and you guys have both taught me so much it's like a weird surreal moment mm-hmm. I want to know <coughs> if you had one piece of advice to give a mom okay. what would you give her probably just <coughs> to mm, focus on the good things that you're doing like when you focus more on the good then the good gets better Mm -hmm. um but anyways (laughs) when you focus more on what you're doing good and like we just had this conversation about um focusing on who your kids are as like people like not just as like the fiends who are stealing your money and eating your food um (laughs) then then you kind of have a little bit more respect for each other and setting boundaries is definitely a really good thing, but also understanding 
who they are as a person and understanding what they want is super, like, important. And like I said, the more, like, flip out reactions, then the more things that they're going to want to hide. So, like, having the open conversations with your parents is really a good thing to have because when I tell my mom something, even if she doesn't like it, and she doesn't completely flip out, that makes me feel good because no, not that I don't think that I'm in trouble, but I just feel like, oh, I could do that sometime again. But if you tell your mom something and they flip out, then you don't want to do that again. So then you just keep doing those things behind their back and don't learn anything. Good advice. Yeah. And if you had to give someone your age advice, what would you give them? Um, just to honestly have, like, fun and, you know, live in the life. Like, when you really think about it, you don't really need to stress out on the math test because we all are really just floating energy and bags of bones that live on a huge rock. Um, <laughs> but... We, mom's a hippie. <laughs> um, but we, we, life's more important than those types of things. And I don't believe in worrying about things until they happen. Mm-hmm. I, that's something that's really helped with my anxiety. That's something actually that my Nana Shauna has taught me mm-hmm. to do. And she said not to worry about things unless they're actually happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to worry about something, someone breaking into my window unless it's actually happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> unless your dad's at home and she's sleeping with her mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This has been a lot more deep than I thought it might go. I yeah, me too. Really, I was like, wow. That's your favorite color. Yeah. That's your favorite animal. Just yeah. kidding. No, I'm glad. I'm, I think it went really well. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of you too. Thanks. I'm I love you. you. Love you too. All right. I feel like we should have like a question to end off the podcast and I have a question. Okay. okay. Sure. So they can end. What are your thoughts on pineapple on pizza? <laughs> So, so deep. deep. I love pineapple on pizza. I love pineapple I on pizza. I hate pineapple on pizza. I don't think any like it's you a don't greasy. Get an opinion. You it's eat a cheese greasy, pizza only. No, I eat pepperoni and oh. I eat meat lovers. Um, it's it's a greasy piece, and you're like already kind of ruining that you know healthy diet it's for the day. The healthy. Then why would you slab on a piece of? Fruit, because it's like juicy and sweet yeah, with like the sweet like and salty and spicy. Like the pepperoni yeah. sometimes is a little spicy. I am all about the no. Pepper. But anyways, so she's not friends with us anymore. I guess we <laughs> comment on pizza. Katie's Instagram or something. <laughs> <laughs> what you think? We'll put out a poll. If I'll you're on Team poll. Lena or Team Adult Ladies, she's like you fucking <laughs> weirdo. <ladies>. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Also, make sure to go under wherever Katie's linking it to follow my TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, of course. We (laughs) We will 100% leave it in the show notes where to follow Lena so you can get all your inspiration. I think that like you'd be a huge help for moms. Honestly, yeah. she's got some cool body positivity, yeah. a little bit of dancing, a lot of twilight love, and uh, a lot of nature. A lot of nature photos. It's well, you know what? Like, and I think we should have lean on again and talk more about the body positivity. But, yeah, for um, sure. So yeah, we can keep an eye out for that. Yeah, and that's it for today. 
And we'll see you next week. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. Bye.